2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
1: This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman.
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual. Eric Bradley, and it is Tuesday night, right after episode five of Michelle's season. Uh, we got a lot to break down. I actually enjoyed this episode probably more than most this season. Also, don't forget, stick around. Stick around after our recap. We got Michael Ray. Catch up with him on what he's doing with life. It's been a while since we've had him on. And so, he also um, has
2: a top 10 song on yes. radio right now. So. Yep,
3: big song. So stick around for that. And before we get into the recap, uh, we want to talk a little bit to you guys about uh, Ben's wedding and kind of what we got coming up. Ben's wedding. Eddie at the CMAs. Eddie at yep. the CMAs.
1: And what always...
2: the
3: hell is on Eric's head? That's a surprise. <laughs> oh, I didn't even fucking notice. Eric went all out. I for did the not fu- go all out. out. No, bullshit, no. Eric. I was there. <laughs> you were fucking drunk, and I was not. I, like, I, I wasn't was sober. Drunk. I was sober. You, dude, are, yeah, dude, are, you about you? tackled two people right behind That's you. That's a lie.
2: Because <laughs> no, you went hard Nick, for it. I moved moved hard for Nick Vial. I was like, totally. getting was staring to the right of me. Well, I need to find somebody. So, if anybody, <laughs> Blake, play wingman. He
3: caught the gir- it's girdle. Is that his garter? Garter, Jesus, garter. I'm currently wearing. He, he's it. He's wearing it around his head
2: currently. Um, but he- I've gotten a lot of questions about this. Well, my, everyone's been asking me. Just kidding. Only people that were there. I, <laughs> I was going to say, did it. you what wear I it on it your Instagram? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not yet. But going back to you calling me out on this, Nick Fiala was standing right to it. my right next to me on my right, and I was like, Nick, you got to get in front of me, bro. <laughs> You're really up next, not me. I had a drink in one hand, nothing to my left. Came and right you, you went for me. it you not, left, baby. No, dude, I, you jumped in the like air this. And caught
3: it. It's fine. There's nothing wrong. Like Admit this. it. I went Admit like it. this. No, your competition, your competition side, competitive side came out. I fucking saw it. You I right still right? want to see video of this because I- least put I it, she missed differ. the video. No, dude, I was- She recorded, no, dude, was recorded people's but Who cares? It's great. Why not? There's not a big deal. I'll
2: take pride in it. Clearly, I'm wearing
3: it. I could take pride in it.
2: Um I'm going to wear this everywhere and see if I just get attention for it. Like, yeah.
3: I can't single. I'm next. It was fun. It was a fun wedding, though. Very fun wedding. Um so many bachelor people. So many bachelor people I didn't even know. We're in Bachelor Nation, yeah. From a previous season, there's people, we were taking were a group, trying
2: to kick out of a <laughs> picture.
3: <laughs> we were taking yeah, bro, a group picture out of, of Bachelor Nation people, and I tapped this guy on the show. I was like, "He's just Bachelor people." was like, "Bro, I was on the show like 15 years ago." I was like, "Oh my bad." It's like I'm an asshole. That's on me. He was like, "Bro, when I was on, it was black and white." I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, my bad." Um, yeah, so a lot, a lot. I want to say probably 25, maybe more Bachelor. And people. And a lot of producers I didn't even know. Like, the only one
2: who I knew was Alon, and then it was bennett was there i was surprised bennett
3: alon um nat uh, and one other one i think so four producers yeah so i mean all in all it was a fun reunion it really wasn't there was no awkward moments um there was no drama i shouldn't say awkward there may be a few awkward moments but there was no drama at all yeah which was really cool of course we all love ben and jess so much that no way we were gonna like make the night about you know anybody in specific so it was yeah because there could have been
2: between like you and a couple sean booth and nick and everyone,
3: yeah, everyone got a yeah, lot. I mean, like, it was, it was, it was all love for yeah.
2: Ben and Jess. and
3: Yeah, it's just an understanding in this world, you know, when you're going into it. So and beautiful brought, wedding, too. Absolutely beautiful wedding. Jess looks stunning. Um, it was just, it was a fairy tale. It really was. It felt like it was a fairy tale wedding. Um, and yeah. just the way they did it was
2: just awesome. Like the reception, no, no seating chart. Typical Ben fashion just wants everyone to... To mingle and and congregate amongst themselves
3: and that's how i do my wedding that's how i want to do my oh, wedding yeah. too. Style, yeah. I mean, style, it was a buffet style 100 percent. yeah i mean it was a
2: pizza party too and like yeah. the minister in the wedding was like made a crack at justice dad like no more pizza and then it was a pizza party yeah. at the reception it was yeah. it was fantastic
3: yeah it was it was well, very well done the whole weekend in general was really fun is an amazing city um yeah and before um, we
2: got there eddie was there for cma awards week
3: yeah
1: warming it up baby Always yeah, you a fun week. up in Nashville,
2: the Nashville, oh, yeah. the, the Virgin Hotel
1: for us. Virgin Hotel. Do you notice the V was burnt out on the yeah, sign? Yeah, yep. Um, I sure I, did. I was like, it's just, I think I did that. I think you they're did. like, we cannot call this thing a Virgin Hotel with this whole fucker <laughs> in here. <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah no i thought it was funny that i stayed the same hotel you guys did that's where the cmas put us up so yeah, that's pretty cool um, that's nice cool hotel I haven't nice stayed hotel. there before it's really nice yeah. it's pretty new i think they
3: said it opened in march
1: yeah i think it, yeah i so. hadn't been in two years and the uber driver was like oh well then you've never seen it and i was like yeah 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 and then i was like holy shit where did all these uh high-rise apartments come from Oh, my. I mean, oh, yeah. in, in two years that that city has changed so much. Nashville yeah. is a very big little city. Yeah, it's yeah. it's cool. I love the vibe. It's just oh, it's amazing. Yeah, there's yeah so a, many
2: different pockets in Nashville, and it just yeah. it's
1: changing. Like you said, it changes so often. Yeah, I can't believe I mean, the Virgin's right there on, like on Music Road. dude. Sony is right across the street, and if you walk down one block, we were at Starstruck Studios, which is uh, Reba owned. Uh, She lost it in the divorce and um, it's where Blake records albums and everything. So we were in that studio, but to walk down there, you walk past the RCA studios. Did you see that when you were down the RCA? It's got the old Mm -hmm. RCA Victor logo on the wall. It's where Elvis recorded in that studio. And it's just, it's right there. A blast from the them. Virgin Hotel. Uh, and it does kind of suck because all the creep, you know. I mean, the Virgin Hotel is on Music Row. Nothing should be on Music Row except, yeah, music. except music. But, <laughs> you know, so a lot, of, a lot of the people who live there are unhappy with it creeping into Music Row. But, hey, you know, it's... It happens. It's... Uh, I could tell when I walked into the Virgin Hotel. I went in on a Saturday, and every girl that came off the elevator giggling half drunk with two other girls hoping we're up. I'm like, Nope, you're, you're a week early. Blake will be here next weekend.
3: <laughs> so there's a lot more uh, blue check marks in that hotel the, that, yeah. the, the, for you than there was for us. Well, yeah. maybe not. We had a lot, the whole damn wedding party stayed there. We yeah. walked down into the lobby and uh, everybody in the, was in the lobby, ties. the rooftop there. Yeah. Everything if you, if you are there,
2: go check out that rooftop. If you live in Nashville, they did a great job with the lodge.
1: Also, damn, hey, thanks for awesome. not telling me about Blake 20. I had to pay full price. Oh, God
3: damn it. No, you didn't. <laughs> I, I had literally, <laughs> yeah, you never, you didn't pay. But I literally <laughs> no. had like four uh, people come up to me and was like, I tried to use your code after I'd already bought and they wouldn't let me. I was like, damn it. next
2: time next time yeah no i actually had some presents even like yeah that the studios you were at the uh the estate where ben got married cherry creek cherokee dock was reba's old estate oh she won in the divorce and sold it yeah so pretty on the
3: water oh that was was,
2: that was yeah that property is amazing yeah Yeah. it
1: is i want to say i've been there at some point um back in the 90s, probably. But yeah, Reba didn't half ass anything. I mean, oh, I could, I believe that. Oh, everything was big was hair, awesome. big personality. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was fun though. We got to talk to a lot of people that we've had on the podcast before. And, uh, um, Laney Wilson, uh, was there looking fine. Two of our <laughs> guests won awards. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Allen got, um, uh, best new artist. And um who was the other one? Carly, Carly Pierce. Carly, female vocalist. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's huge. how crazy is that? That's the the female vocalist, and uh, you could see the look on her face when she won. It was like, "Shut up!" I I, <laughs> I did not just hear that because I, I mean, Carly deserved it, but. Carly was kind of the
3: dark horse in that hundred percent. I think you she know. was definitely, I mean, I was looking at the other names and then also like, I feel like she got this fast. You know what I mean? Like she hasn't been on the scene super long. I know she's been around, which not, I mean, usually people who win that are like 10, 15 years in, you know what I mean? Like being top of the charts. So yeah, it was definitely uh, dark horse. So I'm happy she, for her. She. It was funny. We, uh, she came and did the broadcast for the
1: radio stations and she walked in and i just walked over like hey carly and we were talking for a second and she's like have we ever met <laughs> officially and i yeah. said no i've <laughs> i've been the guy in the upper right hand corner of about a half a dozen zooms you've been on but uh no we've never met bring it in so yeah, yeah it's what a weird year that you've met a billion people on zoom and that's so true no yeah. physical contact but it was nice that was the best thing is um, that this was the first event with radio and artists where it was just mm-hmm. like, everybody's vaccinated mm-hmm. or you don't get in, hug if you want to. And it was like, oh, my God, this is so nice. Yeah, that's cool, So man. just getting to see everybody. Sure, yeah, cool. hopefully
2: uh, we'll be uh on that radio row at the acms here i i was working it year. i uh
1: i i told uh i told the people who run it about us and about blake and about the podcast and yeah. um i may have um um pimped blake out like hey we'll Do be it. there to interview all the artists but if you oh, have any radio it. who'd like to talk to blake we'll make him make the rounds too Every yeah. radio
2: station <laughs> will want to talk to
1: him perfect so yeah that's vegas so definitely uh hardcore
3: press to make that happen
0: yes
3: (laughs) (laughs) glad that went well that's always i mean anytime get a bunch of nashville's or actually country stars in nashville and there'll probably be a lot to talk about then
2: with some exciting announcements coming out yeah
3: yeah hopefully so Mm. uh but this weekend this weekend we got the uh david ortiz foundation celebrity golf tourney you and Eric are headed down to that. We're going to play some golf and raise money,
2: money for a tremendous foundation.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to raise some money.
2: Um, I'm actually really excited. Started, man. I'm excited. I'm excited this that this is your first time going down. This is my fifth year being a part mm-hmm. of this, yeah. and you are going. Yeah. You are going to be shell-shocked, like being in a room of probably some of your childhood yeah, idols. Exactly. And then yeah. you're DJing for them. No yeah. pressure. No pressure. I'm, little,
3: I'm not gonna lie. I thought today I was like, I need to fucking sit down and like and really and there's been it hasn't been announced
2: yet, but I'll I'll tease some of it. But like the the, <laughs> the acts you'll be playing after, yeah, Saturday night at David's white party. Uh, either, you know. Uh, bad bunny could yeah jaw rule possibly Flo rider or rick ross there's going to be a couple of those four That's crazy dude it's crazy And they're going to be shutting down after them like, yeah tough fucking acts to follow no, no, pressure, though. no pressure no seriously though i don't even the know the crowd will be those. lit the crowd I don't will be even know lit. if you knew the, the last two names but no they just got thrown in the ring
3: <laughs> it'll uh it'll be fun it'll be fun the crowd's gonna be ready to go um, and I'm a, and I'm looking forward to golfing. Looking forward yeah. to golfing in December, or you know, well, damn near. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to the whole weekend. It's gonna be a blast.
2: Oh, and just being on the beach, water, seeing yeah. the sun, eighty degree weather.
3: Yeah. Um, Stay
2: tuned for some fun content, probably on our socials with Jason and you reunited on Friday because I'm sure we'll get drunk and have some cigars.
3: Yep. Jay's there. Jay's there. Um, Yeah, I think did any of the other bachelor guys? Or
2: I mean, Ben would or? normally be there, right? But right obviously, he's, he's on, on his honeymoon. Uh, I've had Ben there the last few years and he's been great. Yeah. Um, yeah,
3: no, it'll be, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm going to, I'm going to be super embarrassed if nobody bids on me.
2: So, yeah,
3: <laughs> cause so that's how it works. Well, People well, bid. Well, it's, right?
2: it's well, they bid for their, their draft pick oh. and then they draft like a lottery, like NBA draft style.
0: Gotcha. I just one don't year, want to be
2: picked last. The funniest thing ever was one year, Ben Higgins, his first year there at the Domini in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> Bunch of like just all star Hall of Famers. Ben Higgins gets picked with the first fucking pick, and Ray Allen, Warren sap Poppy Pedro Martinez, greatest in the, who the game. Who fucks these guys? Are like who? Like, <laughs> and we're in the back at the tables. Like, we're we're not even. We're like table sixty eight. <laughs> I love that. And Ben walks up there, and, and he was like. Did they just pick me first? <laughs> I was like, Ben, get off. Ben's a you good golfer go. too, though. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a good golfer. But like, it was a women's. It was all a yeah, women's yeah. group of like Delta, I think, executives, and it was the funniest shit I'd ever seen.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I hope as long as last, I don't even pick last, I don't need to be first. And now first,
2: David, but. and now David loves to have the bachelor people there because oh, they're yeah. like, oh, okay, women. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So Let's
3: get the women involved here no i'm looking forward to it. it's gonna be fun rowdy's um doing a lot of activation there and stuff we love us some rowdy so it's gonna be a good weekend it's gonna be a good weekend so uh, we'll be right back all right let's get into the yeah let's get into this episode i think this is one of the better episodes man of the season um i think we got a well-rounded episode would you consider this hometowns uh so that's what i wanted to start with is the fact that we're going to minneapolis but not only that but we're getting to or at least michelle gets to see her family that's a huge deal like I know that she didn't get to really introduce guys to her or anything, but mm-hmm. just to have that sense of like security and comfort and be able to talk to your family about the you know the journey thus far, it might not seem like a big deal, but it is a huge deal when you're the lead. For Michelle, that's a huge deal. it's like a sense of normalcy after going through this you know shit show of a of a, of a journey so far. So to me that was a big deal and' pretty cool that producers let her do that um, because they could I, I think Colton during his season went to Denver, but didn't get to see his family. Um, yeah. They have like a Red Rocks day. I, I think Kalen went on the Red Rocks. Well, day and, and
2: him and Ben
3: had a little meeting yeah. at Oshkaro one day. And then, but I don't think he got to see his family. So I thought this was pretty cool that they let Michelle see her family and everything. So, um, so yeah. And that's kind of where this, the episode started off was her just chatting with her fam, talking about the guys, how there's a few guys she's really excited about. And it's one of the best group of guys she's ever met, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Um, which, like I said, is a big deal. It's pretty cool. So, um, from there, I like the way this episode. Uh, I like that we're doing two one-on-ones and a group date. I like that. I think you get more instead of doing one, one-on-one one and two group dates. Like at this point of the experience, you want to figure out who you're into and who you're not. So one-on-one, one-on-one dates truly change everything when you have a you know in the relationships that you're in. So Joe, Joe gets the first. One-on-one. Man, what an advantage. <laughs> huge. Dude, huge advantage. I think this changed everything for me For within their relationship. Man. First of all, he's from Minnesota, obviously. So not only is he from Minnesota, she's obviously How from Minnesota. How awesome is
2: that to explore the city you together. both are from together?
3: It's her first date in Minnesota. Also a big deal. They go to the most Minnesota thing ever, Minnesota Twins game. She throws out the pitch. They're kissing in front of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like the day portion of that date was just phenomenal. And I I liked, so I haven't, obviously I've known her and Joe are into each other. She is very attracted to Joe, but I haven't gotten a sense of who Joe is. He's very reserved. Mm -hmm. He's been very reserved the whole season. He's been very kind of quiet. Um, Even when he's he's with her, I haven't seen him really open up too much. Uh, But I feel like that changed on this date. Uh, Definitely changed on this date. I could say yeah. what, what are you to say I can tell Oh no I was just something. I was just like
2: and yeah they go from the twins game to her high school
3: That's right yeah, and, you yeah. know
2: they're they're at her locker and like their whole relationship does feel very high schoolish Yeah because it's like he's that star athlete she's the star athlete and it's like that high school love story where or like high school crush kind of thing
3: She even said and it at one point it, right
2: I think I She believe, said she did say that to me Yeah he'd be my I'm high saying. school
3: crush Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: and it, and it, yeah, it's very cute and kind of innocent, almost. Mm-hmm.
3: It reminds me of... What's that movie? Love and Basketball? Is that what it's called? Or Basketball? No, Love and Basketball, I think. With Omar. That's yeah, an old school movie. Oh, old school. Yeah, it's great movie. That's, but that's, that's like what before this your sort, time. That's kind of surprising. Their relationship... I'm not that much younger than you. We always do this. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I was in like probably middle school, high school. But um, that's... A, yeah, you're right. Like, that's what this relationship reminds you of. Um, it's very... Yeah, it's very, like, cliche almost. Like you said, like, star athlete, you know, she was, he was. Yeah. Miss, prom king, prom queen, they would have been. Mister you know, like, that's just basketball, Yeah, this yeah, high, high school basketball.
2: Yeah, it's unbelievably cute.
3: Yeah, it is. It is very cute um, and very Hollywood, if you will. Um, which I think we've known that. But then later, the night portion of the state, you know, he kind of opens up. And, like, I saw, listen. He talked about you know you know he at what did he say game or uh, balls yes. what did he say like ball uh, was life oh he ball said was ball life. was life <laughs>
2: yeah. and then life was gone yeah and I can relate to this because I got injured in high school I mean lost, I feel like, like most all my athletes, scholarships right? yeah 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 and it's like yeah you do put so much into that and then depending on where you come from you, some situations you do feel like that is your only identity. way out of where you come from or your identity and you could tell like. That was his path in life, man. Like, that's what he wanted to pursue. And in basketball, there's so many opportunities. Like, yeah, you, depending on where you go to college, you're probably not going to make it to the pros, the NBA. Yeah. But there's so much overseas hoops, and mm-hmm. you get paid so well overseas. That could have, you know, that that could have mm-hmm. been his NBA.
3: And he was clearly pretty damn good. You know, and he was clearly pretty, pretty damn good and unbelievably passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know if you listen, if you guys listen to this or you watch the show, you're not an athlete, you never were passionate about any of that. That might come off as the dumbest fucking story ever, which I get. I get listen, I get. Oh, I'm sorry, you're an incredible athlete who suddenly got everything he wanted in life and then suddenly got away. hurt, and then all those gone. Like and you check get it your, ripped you know? away from yeah.
2: a circumstance that's out of your control, really, mm-hmm. at the end of the day.
3: So I know a lot of people probably were like. Yeah. okay, bro. Like that's the hardest thing you've had but, in life is a fucking knee injury. But yeah. And
2: but you could tell it's a big deal. She understood that being an athlete herself, which was the most important thing. Cause she could see that in him. Like that, it, yeah. that was his vulnerability,
3: vulnerable mm-hmm. moment right there. For me, that's probably the most emotional she's gotten. Uh, yeah. Cause I think she could relate so well, and, and Joe got emotional, emotional. Like those were yeah. like tears running down your oh. face. Those were like, he was like crying. That was, crying. That's, that was his first love was basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is a big deal for him. Like you said, his whole identity was basketball. Like life was, you know, ball, like ball was yeah. life. And so to have that ripped away from you, I get it for some, can't relate. But for others, um, for other athletes and just for, for people in general who have lost something in their life that they're passionate about and suddenly you can't do it um it hit home it hit him close to home to a lot of people and i thought he was very vulnerable and in it it, because i'm sure in the back of his head he's kind of like i know this sounds dumb but like ball was life (laughs) you know like that's cliche but like that's what it was or he
2: felt safe with her maybe yeah because she She can can understand that
3: yeah um but i thought she handled that fantastically i thought he was very open about it um and it brought them closer it did i think that Oh, and and they you know, at one point they also talked about why he was reserved and he talks about his Mm -hmm. father and how his father's even more reserved than he was and shy. Um, Because I think that is important because I'm like, is he even into her at times? I'm like, you know, like he's so quiet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I think all in all, the date was phenomenal. And he jumped up to maybe number one. That's what I was about to say.
2: I was like, he might've pulled ahead just a little bit Mm -hmm. here. (laughs) You
3: pulled ahead a little bit during this date. Uh, He obviously gets the one-on-one rose. um, So did Joe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and she keeps calling that Minnesota Joe. Yeah. <laughs> like, is there another Joe in the scene? Well, grocery I guess, store Joe. I think Joe. maybe a spinoff of. A I guess, bit. yeah. But um, yeah, phenomenal date. Uh, he jumped to number one for me. I'm, oof, it was it was top to bottom. A really good date. They related really well. They had a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't think I mean, he jumped
2: I, to my number one yet. But I think at this there. point
3: he did. Before Nate's one on one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like at this 100%. point he did. Yeah. Um. So then we go on to the group date. Um, and kind of they all started the group date, you know, they read the group date names and Nate's name is omitted. So obviously he's going on the one-on-one that did not rub Chris S the right way. He was uh, not happy that Nate gets the one-on-one and he's going on this group date. Uh, so that's kind of what started his fire, if you will, I guess, you know, burning so inside evening, of him he was or just the week. Yeah. just fucking pissed. So we go to this group date. Um, we go to the Vikings, Minnesota Vikings football stadium, and they're everybody's thinking it's going to be the NFL, well, you know, football date with the the Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings coming out. But it's like the, actors dressed in Viking. Well, like, it's their mascots. They right, use well, that. Right, they yeah. blow the horns and right. yeah, they
2: they yeah. bang a big thing at the top of the stadium. But my favorite thing going into this was Clayton. He's probably just like, I got this. Yeah, let's go football date. Yeah. <laughs> and, and hit, then what
3: his face was like? Uh, what are we doing? Yeah, and then these fucking Vikings come running out, and they're doing. I don't know even how you'd explain Viking auditions. They're like seeing who the biggest Viking is or something, right? I guess that's kind of what the uh, Viking cries. Yeah. Yeah. They were doing like Viking y screams. They were doing ready for the fight, throwing stumps of wood or logs, I should say. Um, Just, you know, manly Viking things. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, Clayton still dominated. <laughs> Clayton still. Even though uh, Chris
2: S. through the vlog. The Chris S. And, S did, did a good job.
3: Yeah, he did throw the vlog for this, which is pretty funny. He's the smallest guy there by far. Um, but yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that we came away with during the group date or the day portion, everybody was kissing on Michelle, mm-hmm. was loving on Michelle because they didn't want to say, make the same mistakes they did the yeah. week before when nobody was paying attention to her. She was so seeing- they were on top of their set. <laughs> they were like all over her uh, which was pretty funny and good to see because it gave her I think like, she's feeling she, a little bit better. She was looking
2: for that. That's what she wanted. Yeah, that's what she know. wanted.
3: Um, and it was just a fun date portion. Like, I like dates like these. They're not taking themselves seriously. They're all dressing up. They dress Chris S. up as like a...
0: <laughs>
2: that oh, was my favorite see, part, dude. When, did you see him when they were running out of the tunnel and he's like 30 yards behind
3: yeah.
2: them? <laughs> his, they dress him his up as a donkey. horse's ass. Yeah, donkey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So it was really funny, you know, and they all dress him up in these dumb. So just a funny, you know, harmless date. Good times. Um, Chris S though, he kept having to pipe in during his ITMs and moments where basically saying, you know, she's not paying attention to me and like, she needs to, you know, we haven't talked yet today. We didn't change. We looked my way, things like that. Um, Which is ridiculous. You're not the bachelor, bro. Like she's the bachelorette, you know, like get that through your head. Well, and
2: apparently if you win the ultimate bachelor, you be, or the ultimate Viking, you become the bachelor. So
3: (laughs) Clayton wins the ultimate (laughs) Viking. Uh, He walks away with that prize. Uh, During the day, which good for him. I mean, he literally is the epitome of a Viking. Could you imagine? He he didn't win that date, though. What? (laughs) Could you imagine if he didn't win that date? Yeah, exactly. That'd be embarrassing. Like he's he's a Viking. Um, I Let's watched hear your Viking cry. Can no, you give us a Viking? No. Cry? I'm a little sick right now. I'm under the weather, so I'm not gonna do that. Listen, I don't have a voice to begin with. If I tried to scream as loud as I can, <laughs> come to one of my shows, you're gonna hear my fucking Viking yell. <laughs>
2: yeah, the voice will crack a bit.
3: <laughs> yeah, but i you know, I don't know why I thought of this, but have you I don't know if you've seen the new movie Red Notice yet on Netflix? Have you mm-hmm. seen that? With it's fucking you I gotta might. watch it, guy. Everyone, it's hilarious. It's Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and Gail Godot. But there's a moment where where Ryan Reynolds is like they're lifting logs together. And Ryan Reynolds says, okay, here we go. One, two, lift with your neck. Because that's what I think of with Clayton. That Clayton's so large. (laughs) His neck is so big. It's like lift with your neck. Uh, But Clayton is just a giant human being, dude. Talked about Like shoulders broad. Like he better win the fucking alternate biking. Um, And he did. going to the night portion and there are a couple good combos i think well do we start with
2: clayton and it's like all right we see a little bit more here of him but i i think that conversation shows that he has a bit of depth to him yeah because he he his conversation is actually really good
0: it was we haven't seen it
2: yet and we see a little bit of maybe a potential romantic spark that's
3: what i was going to say i think for the first time but it's still such a small spark. But I do agree now. I think even Michelle felt it a little bit. She was like, oh, okay. And he even said, he's like, I felt like I needed to step up during this date, you know, uh, which he did. He definitely did in the night portion. That was literally, I think, the first conversation we've really seen between the two. And it was good. Still need more. And I do think we're going to, I think he gets to like get one-on-one this coming week. Um, so I think we're going to see more because at this point, yeah, still not enough for me to be like, yeah, bachelor material. Um, but yeah. It was a good convo, um, showed a spark between them, showed at least he has more depth than just Viking screams, so that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Viking screams and winning anything physical competition-wise. Yeah, so it was a good step in the right direction, step in the right direction. And um, I got to uh, get my man, my man Brandon again, day oneer, he, he came through again during this night portion. He did, he did. She, she is into him. She is, man. I think if she was a little bit more physically attracted to him, I just think it's different with Joe and with Nate, the way she's physically attracted to those men. Mm-hmm. If she was that attracted if Brandon, like as Brandon, I think is hitting her intellectually and like emotionally on a level that not many of the other guys are. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Brandon, Brandon does kill it, man. He's been on your dark horse since day one and he, he he's been doing well. And Rodney, he's kind of, I guess my dark horse, he's, he had yeah, another I good have
2: Rodney top four. Yeah. I don't uh, have Brandon
3: five. Four. Yeah, I don't have him top four. But um yeah, man, I mean he he had another solid night, solid conversations. You can tell Michelle's really feeling a few of these guys. And, and I think I thought, it's gonna get really hard for her.
2: Oh yeah. And I I mean, I know I'm skipping ahead here just a bit. I don't want to go mm-hmm. chronologically, just but uh but like when she was giving out the roses, she led with Brandon. And I was like, Oh my god, is he gonna get a third
1: group date rose? That would have been
2: wild. I was
3: like, damn.
2: Yeah. But This wild. is right where Chris starts really spiraling like you had just mentioned and started talking about, touching on.
3: Yeah, he just wanted Michelle to come in. I think there was this one line he had that was like, yeah, you like, know, I really put myself out there. I let her know how I was feeling. And then she doesn't come and check on me today. And I was like, what? Yeah, She uh, needs well, to check on you? Yeah. Like, what? That made zero sense. And yeah, this why? reminds me a little bit of Chris Randone on my season. He did this exact same thing. Uh, on my season uh, in Vegas on that date. And it didn't work out for him. He even went and interrupted as well a date and it didn't work out for him as well. I think, I think when you're in that environment, I've said this a thousand times, it's just intense. And I think he got in his head a little bit and I think he was so pissed off that Nate got that one-on-one that he just decided, I think he kind of knew this is my prediction or not my prediction, but I guess my theory, he knew that they don't have a great connection. And so I think he started to get very insecure and started to be like, well, she needs to, you know, vie for my time. Like I think yeah. he went that whole other route of like, I'm not going to sit here and put all my time in this because I think in the back of his head he knows it's not going to work, or you know, he knows he's not going to get a rose. So he started to play, you know, I don't know, like almost like badass. He was like, she needs to vie for my time, and it backfired in- immensely. Um, well, it's Super
2: weird that the guy who called out the guys for not showing Michelle right? attention <laughs> yes. showed
3: her absolutely none, and the guys called episode. him out for this. I don't know. I can't remember which guy did. I think it was. Oh, oh Swolo, Olo, oh, um, called him out for that. It was like you were literally saying how much last week you were paying attention to guys not paying attention to her. It was either him or Casey. Yeah, one of the that. other.
2: Maybe it was Casey, right? Or yeah. Him or Casey, sorry. Not
3: her. And then he didn't do that. And then Michelle ends the night being like, you know, handing out the group date rose. And he's, <laughs> he's the only one that didn't get to talk to her. That really pissed him off, you know? Yeah. He's like licking his lips or whatever, chopping his lips, you know, in like silence. Like you can tell he's pissed off at her. But again, like, what did you expect? And you gotta go. You gotta put in the time. You're not the bachelor. You're not the yeah. bachelor,
2: man. This is where we need Bennett back to give him an emotional
3: intelligence yeah. book. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, that's I saw a meme mean like that actually on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, so Clayton walks away with the group day rows. Good on him. First, really the first rose he's gotten ahead of time, obviously. Yeah. Um, he hasn't got a group day rose or a one on one. So good on him. Hopefully, I think he's getting a one on one next week, so we'll see some more from him. Uh, but we go into Nate's one on one. So let's talk about Nate's one-on-one.
2: Um, this this is where it's like, for me, yeah. it's it's over for everybody.
3: Yeah, I agree. It's one and two. It's him and Joe. It's him I mean, and Joe, in my opinion. You get the approval of your
2: friends. Game over, boys.
3: Like, and that's a big deal that she chose. And I do believe this week she had a, a lot to say in who she picked for a rose or for mm-hmm. a date. Because yeah. you don't pick Minnesota Joe on a date, you know, not on Minnesota, in Minnesota. So huge on that. And then I think to meet her friends, for sure, I think she picked Nate. Uh, you know, the producers didn't really have much to say in this. And her friends even said, like, going into this, they were like, we didn't want to like you. You know what I mean? We wanted yeah. to play hard to get. We wanted to play tough. But damn, and I agree, even on screen, Nate comes off incredibly charming. He comes out. He's got a big smile on him. He's very smiley, very easy. It seems like to get along with, even when he's been pushed in the corner. When you know Chris kind of put him in a corner, and like when he's been called out, quote unquote, he's handled everything, you know, very well um, with a lot of poise. And And so I do believe that yes, and I do believe if you put him in a room with friends, I think he's leaving there. Even if you put him in a room of strangers, he's leaving his friends. Like I think he is that kind of guy, and it showed on this date today
2: for sure. Yeah. And he can get serious when he needs to. Like he's he's delivered pretty much like just five tool mm-hmm. star right now. Like he's think, he's done everything
3: right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. And I think almost though, that can be a blessing and a curse. I think one of the biggest things, you know, on my season, Becca has said a thousand times over, is that we didn't have any bumps in the road. The only difference is I guess I guess Nate did have a little bump in the road last week, though, right? With Chris S calling him out. I mean, I wouldn't call it a fucking big bump but it was a bit of a speed bump i guess Wasn't no hill or mountain or anything but i I just think that maybe that may might come down to her being like you're almost too perfect like i think that might be a conversation they have down the road Is like you're almost too perfect yeah um because yeah you're right everything's been going very smooth he's he's i think he's definitely checked all the boxes for her um and now her friends love him so (laughs) that's huge and michelle seems like a very much a my friend's back home. My family mean everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's not... She doesn't seem like a thirsty cloud chaser. So in that sense, I think... Not that was, at all, is yeah. Big, no. This is a big date for her. So good on Nick. Uh, or Nate, sorry. Good on Nate. We go to the night portion. This is where it gets its string. And this is why this episode was good. We had legitimate connections, good conversations. The group date was fun. And then we get the villain moment, um, the drama. And that is... <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking, dude. Chris S decides to break up Nate and Michelle's one-on-one date.
2: Did you see their faces by
3: the way? Like dude, when Nate's he walked out? They're just like amazing,
2: dude. <laughs> so is Michelle's. Michelle's I saw a was, meme where they they screenshotted mm-hmm. it. And her face was just as good as Nate's. Like dude, Nate was just like, like his
3: face, what the fuck? like, oh dude, me, bro, it was great. <laughs> are you kidding me, bro? <laughs> Oh, dude, it was so good. Um, but again, handled it well. He didn't freak out. He didn't be yeah, like, just "No, started Michelle, laughing, like, you
2: got to be yeah. kidding me,
3: bro." He's like, laughing because I, I like, well, I do confidence. think he's exactly. Yeah. I do think he's super confident, which is fine. Be confident in your relationship, you know. I have no problem with that. Uh, so yeah, that was just fucking amazing, man. He just the look on his face, and then the way Michelle, dude, Michelle is just impressive, man. Mm-hmm. She is like, I know there's been a lot, and I've even I've said this. This season is a bit boring. Sometimes I think a messy lead leads to a messy season and people love that. But fuck, man, you got to respect and appreciate Michelle as a lead because she put this man in her place, in his place, but in such a like charming way, like in such yeah. a way that I was like, like even Chris was like, damn, like you could see yeah, his he, shoulders. And he couldn't say like, anything. Like, yeah. Like,
2: well, he couldn't say anything to anything anyway. For yeah. The last two episodes, really. But I
3: think and you could like, I, listen, I pay attention to things like music and everything. And this was definitely, I think it should have, it was not as intense of maybe a moment we've seen in the past, but this was definitely her like Hannah B moving the rose ceremony stall moment. Like, I think this was her moment of being like, I'm a grown ass woman. I don't need a man to tell me what to do, to put words in my mouth. I don't, I deserve a man who stands next to me, not in front of me, you know? Yeah. And that was this moment for yeah, her. Yeah, she
2: wanted her word. Yeah, her words were stand and support her, not speak for her.
3: Yes, exactly. And that's Super power. Like what she yes. says. Yeah, and yeah. She, again, she's her like teacher demeanor came in. Like she says it in such a way that it was like a lesson. She's not yelling at him. She's like it was like a lesson he needed to learn. You know. Well, it was like his delivery. Like what did he? He was like, uh, I he feel played. Yeah. What? He, see, he came in very what? offensive. I feel like he came in very offensive. But like, and what, who played you, bro? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't even
2: know. You so, played yourself, son. Terrible like, idea. And you played yourself right out of the show, is what you did.
3: Yeah, exactly. My biggest thing, what did he expect to happen? Yeah, like, like did he think he was going to get the road? Like, what did he expect was going to happen? Of course, he's going home, you know? Of course, she sends his ass home. Um, so yeah, she sends him home. She walks back to Nate. Um, I thought Nate did a good job. He was yeah. like, I thought the best part was Nate didn't ask
2: what they yeah. talked
3: about. Nate was like, I Yeah, don't he, care. he didn't meddle at all. He's like, nope. Yeah, he's gone. He gone. Yeah. All good. He was like, He's gone. He didn't. I, even you know, I'm sure you guys seem happy
2: about it, which is like super classy. Like,
3: Yeah, yeah. I, he was like, I'm sure this is hard for you. Yeah. Again, both those two impressed me very much. Um, good people, and I can't wait to see where their relationship goes. But it's like who are the
2: who are the producers going to pull as a villain now? Obviously, it's got to be Martin because they kept him around one more week, right? <laughs> Yeah, you're right. They did keep Martin, which,
3: yeah, let's get into that. Let's get into Martin, man. We'll, Talk we'll about go back it, to dude, some other combos. His in his
2: fucking mouth during that one.
3: I feel like he's done this multiple times, too. It's like, and, okay, so it really only takes one conversation or one very weird thing you do say that can completely throw off the, the She's trajectory. Yeah. yeah, the Yeah, because she has other amazing men. So it's like, you, and he's already said one weird thing when it came to, uh, what's well, his she, name? Uh, At that hot update, yeah. Who? I can't remember who was his name. Of, yeah, he, but she yeah, kind he, of like was on his side, or he was kind of on his side. I can't yeah, remember. he was like, yeah, he's a good guy, Jamie. Yeah, is it Jamie? Yeah, Jamie. Yeah, 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 Jamie. Yeah. Um. So he already kind of, she was already kind of like, I feel like red flag a little bit with him. Yeah, because she felt like even, she was,
2: he was questioning her character then.
3: Yeah, and then this conversation didn't even need to happen, like the one with Jamie. I feel like she kind of asked about it. This literally, I felt like, came out of nowhere. He was just kind of like, you know, I've had high-maintenance, updated high-maintenance women in the past or something. And it was, it was just a weird conversation, man. And she was like, well, what, what high-maintenance do? And he was like, you know, women who think they should have everything handed to them. And it was them. all stereotypical to
2: Miami women.
3: <laughs> well, possibly, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, and then she asked the great question of like, well, what about men? And he was like, well, men, you know, usually don't expect that in a way And she just giggled. She literally was just scoffed at him. She was like, (laughs) I was like, "Uh oh, you know, when that head went back and the eyes went up. Oh, dude. Like He just kept digging himself a bigger hole, a bigger hole. And she was like, then he went into ITM afterwards and was like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't think it was necessarily that I didn't say anything right. I just think she didn't understand it right. And I was like, what the fuck? Now you're blaming her for the words you said? Like, what? Yeah, you're right. He might be the villain next, dude. He might be the villain next. Producer,
2: yeah, well, I mean, they yeah. got to fill the role because she just keeps kicking everyone, all the villains
3: out right yeah. away. <laughs> he might be the next villain. Um, Because, yeah, that was just a weird combo, man. You could tell she was not up for it. She was not. And then he tried to go back to the guys and kind of explain what he said. I don't know. And the guys were kind of annoyed. They're like, "You, he acts one way with Michelle, one way with us. You're right. It's going to be interesting next week because I think he's the villain for sure. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Um, what other conversations happened? That Rodney had another great conversation. I feel like Clayton. Yeah. Um, they had the a little good. rooftop deal. Yeah, the rooftop deal. Uh, Nate. Yeah, uh, Rick. Is it Rick? I don't know why. Rick. Rick. Yeah, he did have a cool moment where they yeah, were like they walking. For a while.
2: Yeah, a little stroll. And they're the having piano a
3: guy. Uh, literally, that was a random piano guy because they blurred his face. So yeah. That wasn't staged, which is pretty cool. I love genuine things like that on the show. Nice so, little little yeah. dancing. Yeah. So I still like Rick a lot. Same. I think he took a back seat a little bit to some of the guys this week, but I still like him. I still see him. Maybe he's sneaking in the top four. Um Yeah. So I mean, we go into the the rose ceremony, and of course, the last the last rose is uh Rodney. Actually, right? Rodney was the last rose.
2: I, I don't remember who the last rose was. It was
3: Rodney, was. which shocking to me. Uh But we had three guys go home. Two. Two two guys. Yeah. Come. So we're down Casey to nine. Casey
2: right. and Leroy. And then yeah, obviously which, Chris.
3: Oh, that's right. You're right. My bad. So you right, I right. Guess, so yeah. we have eight guys left. Eight yeah. guys left. Um, so none I of those. miss Casey. I, I like Casey. I do like him as man. I, don't
2: I like Liberal. Like.
3: Yeah, yeah. The good dudes and everything. They seem great, but I don't think yeah. they have any connection with yeah, the Shell. Yeah. So not shocked they went home. But you're right. I do like the guy. I like Casey actually quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, she um, has a
2: good group of core. She She has gentlemen. a solid. I right think
3: the final six are gonna be pretty solid. Yeah. I think it'll be pretty solid. So um yeah, so we've got so yeah, we just got eight guys left going in the next week. Watch preview a little bit. Didn't really get a ton from the preview. Looks like there's obviously some drama when it comes like now I think we get into like who's there for the right reasons, I guess. Again. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Clayton calls someone out like you're someone out of TV, bro. I don't and think, panicked, it's, Nate. And it's, I don't think yeah, it's Nate. I don't think it's Nate. I don't think yeah,
3: agreed. I don't think it's Nate. I think the way they I ended it, either. I think it's honestly probably maybe Martin or somebody. Um, because I can't yeah. think of who else it would be. Yeah. So we'll see, I guess. But, um, but yeah, all in all, actually it's my better. I thought this was a solid episode, right? Well-rounded episode. I give it like an eight out of 10. Honestly, it's a good episode. I enjoyed it. Um, so hopefully the ratings show that cause I hate seeing Michelle, like we talked about Michelle is a really good lead, but the show yeah. is just not performing like it normally does, you know, um, for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I like she's Michelle been as lot.
2: real and as genuine as you could ever ask for, for, yeah. from a lead. I like Michelle a lot. So,
3: uh, we'll see. Um, all right. Uh, coming up next, you guys, stick around. We got Michael Ray, conversation with Michael Ray. We're going to catch up with him on uh, Whiskey Rain, his new song that just broke the top 10, and just catch up on what he's got coming up.
1: Families have a lot going on.
0: Michael,
3: thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, buddy, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a while. We were saying, this is the Is this your third time on here? Third time? second on second. Second, second second time on here. First one was way back. Yeah, was, the it was one of the drop. first
0: three. Yeah, yeah. That was I think it was like right in the middle of the pandemic, wasn't it? Yep. yeah that's exactly what it was. No,
2: I do what we were doing
3: still still <laughs> yes. so no. still really don't, but uh <laughs> doing our best. Uh no, but man, uh a
0: lot's happened since then.
3: A lot's happened since then, man. Uh Congrats on all the success. Your
2: new uh, yeah, action. whiskey in the rain. Yeah. Top 10.
0: Woo. Thanks, man. Yeah, dude. It's a, uh, I was just talking to about damn
2: time uh, that got up there. Shit.
0: <laughs> it's crazy, man. The charts are weird now, man. It's just, everything's taken, taken a long time. it was, you know, it used to be uh, faster for, you know, a lot, some artists and, and whatever. And you always had that, that kind of group that it was faster for, but even some of those artists in that group, uh, it's it's taking them a little longer than normal. So, man, you just got to hold on tight to it. It was it was weird because when we released Whiskey and Rain, it was in the middle of the pandemic. So like there was no touring, there was no, you're doing no promotion, no radio shows, none of that. So you're like, man, I, I hope this thing starts climbing and it starts climbing and that those damn 30s kick in, man. Well, if it gets in the 30s, it's such a, you celebrate it, but you know you're just going to be stressed for like ever because it's like <laughs> going through like muck. So you don't even watch it during the 30s. And then and then they started to work, and and then it's man, it just started jumping through the twenties, and now to be top ten pretty quick. It's uh, it's been cool to see it grow. Yeah,
3: because I do remember us talking about um, that song, and I feel like you knew like it's such a good song. And I remember we talked when we were talking. You're like, it's gonna get there. Uh, it's just gonna take time. And you're right. I think the pandemic had a lot to do with it. I mean, when you're not able to play some of those songs in front of live audiences like that, I de- I think definitely impacts um, those songs, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And it was just, you know, a weird time all around. So, but it's been, uh, man, yeah, we believe in that song from from day one since Jesse Fraser played it for Buffy, uh, my manager, before I even heard it. You know, everybody was like, man, I really think we got it with this one. It came out exactly how we were hoping. So we, you know, sometimes you just got to believe it and and uh, believe in the in the product, believe in the song and and hope that, uh, you know, radio and the fans, you know, j- join on with it uh, at some point through the journey of it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that song, man. Like what, what to you does that song embody? Man, I wanted this record to be something that was really a mixture of current, but those 90s, 80s, 70s artists that I grew up listening to. And when I first heard it, it had that signature guitar uh, lick that I just, I love from back in the day, you know, and it felt like something that little Ronnie Millsap, little, a little bit of a Bakersfield, California vibe thrown in there, and and it just felt exactly what I feel like it embodied exactly what this whole record is, and it was a good first look into for fans into what this record was going to be, and it just just had had a little bit of everything that I was looking for. That's
3: right, awesome. I was going to say, and I I feel like when you were you were preparing for this, when was the last time before this your album before this album? I'm trying to remember. When
0: it was exactly like 2017, was. I think. Yeah, eight, right. Eight. It had been a minute, right? Was yeah. That the, uh Amos. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, because like I said, you know, songs just take a while and, and then you're making records and you're touring and and then it's it's wild how fast three years go by, man. You know, you, you I didn't think it was that much a, a fan tweeted it the day it was like three years whenever. Wow. And I was like, damn, I didn't even realize it was that
3: long. Yeah, well, when you're staying busy and like you said, you're touring and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, y'all are out
0: there, man. You wake up, it's like, "What? where are we at? What's <laughs> happening? <Yeah. laughs>
3: Dude, I've been feeling that a little bit, and I'm at a fraction of like how much <laughs> you travel. We've in done tour, that man. for
2: like, the Last two months have been crazy. You've been yeah, and I'm exhausted. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm exhausted. I mean, you just played Tortuga and you're 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 spry and full of life. You're you must have be, be drinking rowdy right now. And, and we're we fucking time. totally
3: spent. Yeah, up to three days in Nashville, which is like and where not you live. I <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. Yeah. laughs> yeah, was just having fun. Uh no, how was Tortuga, man? Was Tortuga a good time? If for everybody yeah. it's that's down in uh where's that Port in Florida? Latter-day-o. Where we're in Port Latter-day-o. Port Latter-day-o.
0: Yeah. man it was awesome man uh tim mcgraw was headlining the whole deal uh pitbull john party jimmy mm-hmm. Allen, uh john langston lindsay l myself um that's a hell of a Sunday. Solid I'm missing, lineup. I'm missing yeah. a few others i know i'm missing i'm missing a few people but uh man it was yeah it was a blast it was beautiful weather down there um it's such a, it's such a great festival dude like you truly are on the beach like you're i mean the water's right there the beach is you know, the stage is right there. They spend weeks like making this little roadway throughout, you know, right there on the beach. So it's just, it's a one of a kind festival and, and for artists and the, y'all, y'all been there, right? You've been there. For two oh, yeah, I have, I have uh, not. I have not. Yet. Dude, the backstage area, area is like, it's BOC. It's Bruno Costa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a good job.
2: BOC <laughs> hates to party. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the backstage area is set up right. Him and Chris Stacy and their whole team. Uh, just, they just crush it, man. So it's one of your, comes one of your favorite festivals to play yeah yeah i'm
2: sure i so mean you guys they, have I, the I, massage tents and everything just yeah man everything yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they yeah yeah haircut next right next to the bar yeah haircut everything yeah
3: i remember that when everybody was talking about
0: tortuga they were like it's stagecoach on the beach
3: like that's basically mm-hmm. what it is that's actually it's a like, great yeah, yeah
0: that's actually a great I'm comparison it really is yeah there's just like I don't know. It's just cool, man. It's you know, like I said, you're right there. Everybody's coming down. I think this year was something even more special because last year I had to get moved. and yeah. uh, All those people that were, uh, you know, might have been their first time back at a concert or whatever. I'm sure it was a, a big day for them or a big weekend for them. So it's just a cool energy all weekend, they said. And, and our day last night was closing it down. So uh, it was no different.
3: That's great. Yeah. yeah. The Sundays are always fun. So what does it feel like? Again, you've been out there now for a while. You've been touring now for how, how when was like your first, you know, show back? When was that?
0: Um, I think I played on uh, my first shows back in my hometown, beginning of March. Okay. Um, so you've been out there a few months. And then yeah, and then that I think that might have been my only show that month. And then April we had a couple. And then May we had a few a few more and then it and then it went from like zero to 100 real quick
3: yeah yeah i would say yeah yeah i know that is so how did it feel back out there energy wise with the crowd uh with the audience the fans what did that feel like man
0: and it was great you know i think on both sides of the stage you felt the the need for live shows so uh on the way to put it i guess yeah both sides of the stage i like that it's it's a it's it's a much needed therapy for a lot of people including all of us and, and all the fans and and you can't have one without the other, you know, so it's this kind of cool tornado energy that happens at a, at a live show and hopefully takes everybody's mind off of what's, what's been going on. And you can just tell that it was, it's been missing for a lot of people. And, and uh, you know, there's still a lot of people that are that are worried to come out or some people just don't want to deal with the, you know, mass stuff or mandates or whatever, whatever's going on. But, but, you know, for the people that are coming out uh, and in the festivals, man, the festivals dude are, like next level. Yeah. And we played. Yeah. I think our first festival was Carolina Country Music Festival. It was like forty five thousand people. I mean, it was just insanity, in you know. But whether it be forty five thousand or, or or whatever, it's, you could tell everybody's just been been in it and re- or been ready for to be back in it. And so it's uh, it it was those moments, man, when we came back. Me and the band were like, these are the things that you don't take for granted, but you might rush through. You know how it is, man. When you're oh. tired or you're just not feeling it too much. Now it's like, oh no, we, you know, we we, we do some cool shit. You know, like, yeah. we, we, had a really, we got a cool off. Really we need to take this in a little better than we had, because you never think it's going to be gone. You know, you never think it's going to be something that can just be taken away so quick.
3: Yeah, that's and so that true. it was. Yeah, and it, that's the thing too. It was taken away fast,
0: like overnight, almost. All of a sudden, everything Dude. started getting canceled. So I definitely think yeah, a lot of people come back quickly. Oh, I, know God, I said no. it last night at Tortuga. I was like that was the longest four- this has been the longest 14 days of my life
3: <laughs> Yeah. 14 <laughs> yeah. day quarantine lasted a yeah, year yeah, and a yeah. half yeah. lasted Two 14 fucking months <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> no shit dude I remember uh, we were watching we were in Connecticut and it was like we were in New York the day before and then Connecticut and with it, between New York and then to the venue we were playing every, it was like life changed it was the weirdest thing it's crazy Nobody knew what to do. Like, we, they didn't know if they were going to keep the show, send us home. Now I'm looking at flights, maybe, and I'm trying to like talk to my band. I'm like, "Well, do we really want to be around a bunch of strangers if this thing's this bad?" You know, like at least in our bus, we know it's just us. Yeah, you know, it might take us a long mm-hmm. to get home, but it was a uh, man. It did. It happened. Happened quick. It went from everything was fine and cool to yep you know, not, not playing <laughs> or doing anything for yeah. of the world. Like, yeah, yeah, and
3: then it was scary too because you read like. At first, it was oh shit! Like maybe this is as serious as everybody's saying. Like maybe we shouldn't be out. Maybe we shouldn't be doing shows. Funny yeah. Guy, um, but yeah, I definitely think a lot of people have a you know a little bit more grateful for what they have and what what you know you're able to do and everything. So, um, do you what do you got coming up, man? You got anything big coming up here? I know we're kind of going into the holiday and everything.
2: Yeah, you, we're kind um, of. Are you doing your like solo, like headlining tour now?
0: We're doing so. Tortuga was my last full band show, and then we're doing a bunch of uh, end of the year acoustic. Uh, some like radio events and stuff and then i'm doing a christmas special uh, with fort bragg that will air sometime um, at the end of the year Uh, so we filmed that at the beginning of december and then just going in the next year uh writing a lot for the next side of this ep and and, uh, moving on to i I believe holy water is going to be our next single so uh getting everything prepared and set up for that
3: Awesome. And I'll say that was my my next question. There is like, so do you have an idea of when that's going to drop, or is it just kind of like in the in the lab right now working on it? So
0: yeah, yeah, we don't know when it's going to drop. yet. we haven't started any of the, like, the promotion side of things or video shoots or any of that. So uh, it'll be it'll be a little bit before we have an actual set date on it. But we're still you know we're still riding whiskey and whiskey yeah. and running, so. Yeah, I'll just train till hopefully number one, and then we'll move on. I was right? just gonna
3: say, everybody go listen to it, help it get to number one, baby. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be nice, okay. right? Eddie,
2: Eddie, start playing that a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> it better
1: be
3: on right now, Eddie.
1: It's on a loop. It's all we play. <laughs> all we play. Actually, we play that and fancy like back to back, over and over, all the time. From four to five,
3: it is uh, on a loop. <laughs> that's, great. that's great. Um.
0: Are you coming back to Denver anytime soon, man?
3: Is there anything on the Grizzly Rose or any of those on the, on the? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm coming back for um, the the benefit. Oh, okay. Uh, Are you doing
2: the St. Jude? uh...
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't think they've
2: announced that yet. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't seen anything
0: about that. I thought I did an interview for it not long ago. Oh, really? I'm doing uh, December 7th.
2: Awesome.
3: I won't be
0: here. Eric will be there. there. (laughs) I won't be there. Oh, you won't either, will you? That's. (laughs)
3: Is that that I'll weekend? Be there. Oh, no. Yeah, that's like a Monday night. That's like a Tuesday night. Yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you
0: come out, man. It'll be fun. I, I don't know who else is on it with us. Yeah, that's always a good show. That's always a fun show. That's thing you benefits benefit. I is always think a good not I've played show. it before, but I love playing uh, Grizzly Rose. Yeah,
3: absolutely. No nice man cool cool um well yeah, everybody yeah i out. hope you say that you like
0: <laughs> Rose shit. Yeah, yeah. Rose is overrated <laughs> <laughs> just completely shitting on it just... worst
2: fucking hockey talking in the US.
0: <laughs>
2: oh man that's sorry good. scott
0: <laughs> i never gonna get one of the belt buckles again man damn it and he's
3: <laughs> take it away no, take don't it say that away. shit yeah <laughs> No, for sure, dude. Was whiskey rain, the way it's crushing, man. Yeah, you'll, you'll pack the house. You'll pack the house that night, especially on Tuesday and Wednesday. Those those actually go hard because he roast too, those Tuesdays. Those like fucking
0: random shows. Man, country clubs, country, people going out to country bars, they don't give a shit what day it is. Amen. No Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> ladies, not Thursday. Send it Friday. You send it your Thursday. Now it's the weekend. Just got to keep going, you know. So it's just this vicious seven-day-a-week cycle, which thank God, because uh now we can come there on a Tuesday to a yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Man, bring a bring a concert on Tuesday night. Got some job security. You got some job yeah, security. <laughs>
3: <laughs> doing all right. Sure.
0: Oh, cool, man. Was well, good to catch
3: up, man. Appreciate you coming on. Everybody go listen to Michael Ray. We see he rain and his new EP. Half, second half of your EP coming out soon, guys. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, and go get higher education.
0: Yeah, appreciate it, man.
3: Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world famous Grizzly Rose, or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at behind the rose podcast and follow us. You always know when we drop a new episode and give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time behind the rose.